Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, as the national perception of Illinois continues to improve ahead of what's likely going to be a 2-0 and week, shoot, Brad Underwood's team's going to be ranked in the top 10 next week. If a lot of teams in the top 25 lose, sure, um, but they probably won't because the first week of the season, it's not great. Uh, nobody's really challenging themselves. Um, and like Illinois should move up if they don't lose two very winnable games against EIU and Oakland, but uh, maybe not that high. All right, our Grumpasaurus beat writer, Scott Ritchie, will break into how he goes about voting in his top 25. He'll... He'll tell you who's making a big climb in the Big Ten, and uh, we'll talk some uh, State Farm Center atmosphere as well in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, it's a really good Monday morning because it's it's game night. Right, Scott Ritchie? It's finally basketball season. All right. Ritchie blew off football. And what do they do? They go and deliver another whopper of a win on the road. So I think that's just telling that I shouldn't cover football because the two times I haven't been were in the Maryland game and the Minnesota game, and they won both of them. I might not be welcome back. Joey Wright was in Minnesota. How many... There's something about road games and spectacular finishes uh, with Illinois football. I mean, it happened over and over and over. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's mostly because they can't avoid playing close games. Okay. So the more close games you play, the more opportunities you'll have to put together a, a miracle drive like they did uh, Saturday against the Gophers. All right. This is Inside Illini Basketball. That's Scott Ritchie, our basketball beat writer who likes to talk football. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News at the News Gazette. I was a beat writer back when Illinois basketball made long NCAA tournament runs. That one year, mm-hmm. they did make a, a run. Ed Bond is our executive producer. His uh, fine camera work from the uh, – you didn't you didn't text me that this week, Ed Bond. The, the video of Barnhart's call, which – Well, thanks, Ed. He used to get personalized treatment, no longer apparently, from Ed Bond. He's big-timing me. Sounds like it. Now he just goes straight to the X. Bypasses. To Twitter, Mr. Rosso. Anyway, it is game night. Uh, Scott Ritchie's EIU Panthers, where he spent six years attending school. Three and a half. uh, In town for a whooping. Probably. Um, I haven't seen your prediction. Was it in the paper? Yeah, well, it wasn't in the paper. It was on the internet. Wasn't in the paper at all. 
Although there wasn't availability till Sunday. Well, you can't put a prediction out there? Are you trying to hide your woeful ways? Yeah. Is that it? I mean, that's mostly it. But also, like, there's a lot happening this weekend. Okay, I saw a NASCAR story, so no, there was room. I would argue. <laughs> this is a conversation not for me. Um, <laughs> You're trying to hide your prediction. That's I feel what pre- you are. I feel pretty good about this one. Well, what? Picked good. Illinois by 25. You might be 2-0 and after the Oakland. Who are they, the Titans? Golden Grizzlies. Golden Grizzlies visit. Yeah. Um, Oakland that's Titans, that's high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here in not, not Oakland, it's Tri-County. Um, no, like. Illinois and Eastern opened last season against each other, and Illinois won by 30. Um, it's a, you know, both teams are a little different. Yeah, use a lot different. They have like eight newcomers, a lot of transfers, um, but they're older. They don't only have like one incoming freshman. But I just assume, and probably rightly, like it'll be a fairly big Illinois win. However, I bet you everybody in Iowa City last December was thinking the same thing. Iowa was a 31-and-a-half-point favorite, I believe, against EIU, and the Panthers won. So, uh, Iowa didn't a, have any as, players. Okay. <laughs> did you Illinois got forget players. about the, the the Murray twin that they had? Chris was pretty good. It's All-American. Mm-hmm. Um, How's he doing in the NBA? He was with the Blazers, and they've played, I don't know, what, six games? He doesn't play. Games? I don't know. His brother's better. Right. Um, so, no, they didn't have any players yet last year. My argument. Okay, still, a uh, Big Ten team at home against an OVC opponent probably should not lose, and it was the biggest upset in the in the modern era of betting lines. Uh, that said, I don't anticipate the same, the same happening tonight at State Farm Center, but, you know, as Kevin Garnett said, screamed, really, anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, looking forward to the start of basketball season. Uh, now tell me, Scott Ritchie, AP voter, when's your next poll due? First of all, next week? Uh, I'll, it'll be due like Monday, like next Monday morning, but I'll, okay. I'll do it Sunday. So nothing's right? changed since the preseason? No. Here's what's changed, and tell me why. For some reason, Illinois, the perception of Brad Underwood's team has improved greatly. I'm... Ed Bond says it's simply because of the win, the exhibition win over Kansas. That pl- that's a pretty big part of it. I mean, okay, but you lost number one is exhibition. And blah 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 blah. <laughs> that sounds exactly like me. <laughs> uh, no, it, like most exhibitions are worthless because they're not two top twenty-five teams. Um, like, what did Illinois really learn beating Ottawa by fifty-one? Like, I mean, like nothing. Like that's what should have happened and it did happen, but like playing the number one team in the country and like both teams like played like they didn't treat it like an exhibition. Okay. Uh, although I still wonder like what would have happened if people could actually foul out because there was like four guys that were in the game at the end on both teams mm-hmm. combined that should have been in there. But like it matters and like Illinois played a good game and beat. What every what most people consider to be the number one team in the country, um, so that, that matters for something. It's just and it's it's real evidence. Just like maybe people are a little higher on Tennessee, although people are pretty high on Tennessee anyway. But like they beat Michigan State, maybe people will think a little higher of Arkansas because they and they it was at home, but you know they beat Purdue. So so, so is Illinois uh, making the Final Four? They're, that's what I'm getting to. Oh, uh, let's jump. Let's jump way ahead. 
Ben Bond says yes. I mean, if I had to pick four teams right now today before the season has started, I wouldn't probably have Illinois in the Final Four. I just think there are better teams. Now, do they have the pieces? Yeah, sure. Like They're old, and if Terrence Shannon plays like he did against Kansas, like they're gonna, he's going to drag them to some wins. Um, but I still think they're probably better teams, just overall. All right, well, what will we learn tonight uh, other than a beatdown of your alma mater? What do you think? Mm. What are you going to be writing about in tomorrow's new, News Gazette? Give me a sneak peek. If I had that kind of ability, I'd be like picking winning lotting, lottery numbers. Um, I think because, to the, I mean, the way this game should play out, I don't know that we're going to get a real good idea of what the actual rotation is, but I think we'll get a chance to see maybe the freshmen a little more, certainly more than maybe than they played against Kansas. Um, and just maybe how like the guys that maybe aren't in the top eight right now can play their way into that. Um, so, like Sincere Harris, like what does he need to do to you know get more playing time that based on the Kansas exhibition, like is going to Justin Harmon or you know Imani Hansberry? Um, can he supplant Dane Danger? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think when Illinois goes with a more traditional big, I think it'll be just in certain circumstances because they're pretty set, I think, on Coleman Hawkins playing the five um, and having you know that versatile lineup on the court. Um, so I think it's those type of things. I don't. I mean, I have no idea what I'm going to write about, um, which is kind of part of the fun. Like, every day is a little different. You never okay. know what's coming. Oakland on Friday, when do things finally get interesting? Next Tuesday. Okay. Um and that's sort of across the board in college basketball because um, just a bunch of dog games today. Like, I don't know. I mean, I do know why. Like, there aren't any actual, like, great matchups because coaches don't want to schedule, like, a really good opponent for the opener and risk losing. Um, but next Tuesday is Champions Classic. So nationally, you know, that's four Top 25 teams, Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, and Michigan State. Um, but then Illinois plays Marquette in the, the Gavit games on that Tuesday. So that's going to be the real test because Marquette's a top five team. Um, you could argue they're, I mean, to me, I could have maybe put them as high as two. Illinois is better than Marquette. I'm just trying to tell you this, Scott Reggie. So when you don't act surprised when they win, I don't understand this love of Marquette. Did they make a Final Four run last year? No. They won nothing. They won the Big East. Is Butch Lee back in the lineup? The Big East tournament? No. Not who's Butch Lee? (laughs) Exactly, whippersnapper. You could have like at least dropped me a Dwayne Wade or Jimmy Butler. Um, I don't understand. Well, here's the thing. Like they brought like Illinois is better than Marquette, and here are they? they're 25th in your your stupid poll. <laughs> <laughs> but but are they better? Like Marquette swept the Big East titles last year, and what turned out to be the conference that generated the national champion. Um, How far did they get in the tournament? Uh, I think they lost in the second round. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Further in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they brought everyone back except for Olivier Maxens Prosper. Oh, no. Who? First-round pick, Jim. You're the, you, I thought you watched the NBA. I, I do, and I haven't seen him play a lick. That might be true. But 
They brought back an all-American point guard in Tyler Kolick, and like then everybody else in their rotation from a team that won uh, off the top of my head, like twenty-nine games. I'll Good take team. a case of Bush Light as my reward when Illinois wins by ten next Tuesday. Okay, well you can just like mark that case off of the list of cases that you owe me, and then we'll be even ish. I don't look. I don't look in the past. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> Just have selective. Anyway, I'm not sold on Marquette is what I'm trying to tell you. So fix your poll, get it right. I know you won't be able to do it by next week. No, but the following week. I mean, if Illinois beats Marquette, yeah, like Illinois is going to move up. Mm-hmm. How many your fellow voters seeing the Kansas outcome and the two and zero start that they'll likely have, surely have, where they wind up next Monday? Well, twelfth. That's no. That's probably too high. Um, they should move up. Now, the width. If I said 12 was too high, I'm, do you math well? <laughs> 10 is higher than 12. Um, now, like, supposed wins against EIU and Oakland, and, like, they if they right. lose those, I mean. Play left-handed and do that. Like, half the team is left-handed. <laughs> like, Brad Underwood loves lefties. Like, that's fine. Uh so yeah, the play left-handed, great. We already do. Um, no, like like those two games aren't gonna like do anything for Illinois. But so it, it's just if the voters take into account an exhibition game, which I think I mean I will to some extent because again, but like both teams like tried to win that game. Um, I got a beat. Illinois did. How is Illinois better represented at the pro level in football than basketball? It has nothing to do. I was just zoning out there while you were blathering on about something. Thanks. Um, How is that possible? 53 roster spots as opposed to 15? But they're actual players. That's also true. Um, It's a basketball school, Scott Rich. You tell me this all the time. Yeah, it's a basketball. And yet there's Io. There's Io. And there's Io. And he is... You know, not exactly situation in Chicago, right? But I'm just telling you, I don't understand it. Well, when I mean, does, there's a, does this change. You got a bunch of lovey guys out in the NFL doing big things. Even the Devito guy is now starting. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a really Ed. Long, do you have any explanation? Because there's a really long stretch there where there just wasn't NBA talent on the Illinois rosters, and some of their best players, like. Kofi Coburn, not an NBA kind of player, like great in college basketball, but there's a reason he's played in he played in Japan his first year and he's playing in South Korea this year. It's just like there's not a place for Kofi in the NBA. The game has moved beyond what he does. Like he was great at Illinois, obviously. I mean, all American great. Um, Jersey in the rafters great, but like you look at the NBA, it's a bunch of like long athletic wings and that can shoot and defend. And there just haven't been like a ton of those guys. Right. Does that like change? Terrence, maybe Terrence Shannon with uh, Hawkins and Shannon, maybe and yeah, maybe like the. <clears throat> I mean, right. the mock drafts now aren't super high on those two because by okay. coming back to college, like they just got older, and the NBA is not super about that. I mean, look at your Detroit Pistons. Like there, there are college teams that might have an older starting lineup than the Detroit Pistons. Why do you bring them up? Because it was an easy reference. Super young. And, like, the Memphis Tigers 
probably have a starting lineup older than some NBA teams, or at least on par. All right, well, get this fixed. Let's get some dudes in the pros. I'm not sure I have any say in it. Well, text Coach Underwood and figure it out. Okay. Um, EIU tonight, Any uh, anything new at State Farm Center that fans should know about? Uh, not that I noticed uh, in the two exhibition games. Seemed like pretty straightforward game day experience. Um, the fire is back that they shoot off during lineups. Those columns that they shoot flames out of. Um, but yeah, it's pretty pretty straightforward. Curious to see what the crowd will be. Um, Probably not lively tonight. Maybe. Yeah, because it's the first game, maybe. Um, people are feeling good about the team after you know they beat Kansas, but we'll see. And, like, I don't know, probably could be a lot of dunks, a lot of runouts. Okay. Does EIU travel well? No. Okay. Like, yeah, the, why? Why the, EIU why doesn't, the bitter they, look? They don't show up in Charleston. Bitter beer face over there. Um, as a grad who covered... Innumerable. Got to do something yeah, about that Lance Gym. You got to just tear it down. Well. Tommy, Michael, tell you anything uh, on his radio appearance with you last week about maybe a new gym? Oh, no. No? Like, that, that takes money. Okay. And that's still the, the uphill climb at Eastern. Um, Kevin Duckworth played there. He did. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. But certainly there's some... Duckworth Foundation money out there? Uh, no. Okay. Um. Yeah, like a new gyms and that. Okay. I don't think any were in the picture, but it's just like this is a kind of a need to be better season. Can't finish last in the OVC, which is where they were projected, unfortunately. Ubin, um, of course, all done. Getting great reviews. Has anybody uh, caught Ubin and now surpassed it yet? This is how it usually goes. Yeah, because I mean, Ubin, when it was built two decades ago, was like the first right. of its kind. Then everyone caught up, and then they Illinois jumped to the top of the line again. I don't think yet, but okay. like it'll happen. Very impressive. It just, it just does. Like, Very impressive. Yeah, there's stuff in there that's like wild, like infrared saunas and like cryotherapy. And I would like to build a tunnel from Ubin to State Farm Center for the winter. Yes, just like with the train track, like the you know the old drug lords in Mexico, they escape jails that way. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I mean that'd be cool. I don't know what's like underneath Fourth Street, like if there's right. any like sewers or I mean that'd be. I bet it could be done. We got smart folks on campus. How? Yeah, there's all kinds of engineering. Of pitch would that be? Oh, uh, <laughs> we're gonna take the <laughs> yeah the trolley like, over to the game. The underground trolley. I think it would require a lot of excavation to build something that wasn't like you're going to feel claustrophobic as we shoot you through the mail tube <laughs> from Ubin to State Farm Center. <laughs> something to think about. Um, I doubt. I don't think that's on the list. Okay. I think next on the list, and you know, Brett Underwood, it's been a few years since we kind of talked about this because before Ubin was renovated. But like the next thing that he wouldn't mind seeing is like. Like all the the players are like scattered, at, you know, apartments, you know, in town. Like build a like a residence next mm. to Elbin. Okay, that seems kind of secluded. 
to me. I think you got to you're, you're part of the college experience is like. Yeah, this might not be a thing like the players want, but like the coaches would be fine. That'd be weird. Well, just because you know it l- limits the maybe late night interactions with people downtown, like not downtown, but you used to worry about town. you know drinking the beer and hanging out with the coeds too late. Now you're probably worried about like bumping into gamblers. I think that's part of it. Yeah, it's like some dude just lost his rent money for right. next year because you missed a free month. throw. Which could be a thing, because still not shooting a great from the free throw there line. There you go. Terrence Shannon and Quincy Garrier, like as long as those two guys are the only ones fouled, like they'd be fine. Follow along with Scott Ritchie throughout the season on on the X, uh, sometimes the Snapchat, uh, uh, certainly at IlliniHQ.com every morning, still doing that bang-up job. Uh, love the start of college basketball season. Robin Schulz, our photo editor, will be there tonight. Be sure to visit our website for that gallery afterward. She's going to do the whole kit and caboodle. People taking tickets, selling popcorn, the whole opening night thing. What's a beer run me at the game? I have no idea. Okay. I'm not, I, I have not bought a beer at State Farm Center. Okay. I doesn't know either. Because I'm usually I'm there to work. Unless this is the opening. Tell you what, if you're, uh, if you're listening to this and uh, email Scott Ritchie, I'll get you two tickets to Friday's game. Against Oakland. Maybe throw a parking pass in there for you. All right. First one to email Scott Ritchie that when you hear this. Wins tickets. Deal. Okay. All right. That's great. Uh, you have made your travel plans to Rutgers and uh, New York City. Uh, that will uh, that will interfere with Illinois in the Big Ten West Championship game, or the Big Ten title game in Indianapolis, I understand. Now, it's still on the table because the West is – um, well, it's not great, and I, I just I can't not think about after the Wisconsin game. I was walking back to the press box from the Smith Center, cut through the field, and there was a Wisconsin staffer um, of some sort. It was just you know getting ready to board the the bus to go. I think they flew to go back to the to Willard. I was, like, I was talking to someone on the phone, and mm-hmm. like, and he was like, Man, "The big the Big Ten West sucks." <laughs> like this is a guy. Well, yeah. So so yeah, the the door is open. Okay. Like, but um, like yeah. it's not it's not just Illinois. Like, if Illinois won their next three, like that certainly helps a lot. But there are like other machinations within the division that have to happen to because they're two games behind Iowa now. Why are you talking football again? It seems to me okay. that you brought it up. Let's talk Big Ten basketball. Uh, your power poll. It's been weeks since I've seen it. Okay. I've had football power polls every week. I know, but I'm waiting for the basketball one because all the teams have now played their exhibitions. Yeah, has except some teams team, didn't play exhibitions. They played the scrimmage. Whatever. Nonsense. Has any team uh, changed the way you think about them? Uh, I guess what's the team that has changed the way you think about them by playing exhibitions, either poorly or really good? Uh, I, th- I think just in the hierarchy, not much has changed. But I think... Just from, and again, it's one game, and but the, the Michigan State Tennessee game kind of. I don't think the because everyone was like, you know, the Big Ten is like Purdue, Michigan State. Then there's a gap, and then like Illinois, Maryland, Wisconsin, Indiana. Um, I don't think the gaps is big. Certainly not between Michigan State and Illinois, um, or Maryland. I think that top. I think that top four is pretty solid. Um, then five through fourteen, like who the heck knows. 
Minnesota 14. I think we know that. Um, yeah, I think – I don't know that – like Purdue could still run away with the league because I mean, they won it by three games last year when like everyone else was 500 or worse. Um, but I think, I think Illinois can challenge for the title for sure. So maybe that, that's my thought. I was like – I thought Illinois could be good. I wasn't sure just because, you know, just haven't really seen this team and like or this, this collection of players, but putting a lot on the beating Kansas, but they play like that all the time. Like, this could be a great team. That's that's their challenge because they didn't do that last year. They played really well to beat UCLA, played really well to beat Texas, and then uh, didn't ever really play like that again the rest of the season. So consistency, kind of the thing. You know, they play like they did when they beat Kansas. Like, Maybe they make a Final Four. I don't know. It's possible. Need to see that top ten or your power poll in print this weekend. Make it happen, please. Okay. Okay. Maybe earlier than that. Sure. Okay. Maybe. I think like I'd like to for everyone to play a game at least. All right. Too much emphasis put on the regular season race for a Big Ten title. Do you think, or do are are all conferences doing this? I it seems like so much is fans, media, yeah. so tied in, and then you go to the tournament and it's kaput. I still think it's important. And, I mean, I think as the, the work that Jeff D'Alessio has done, um, exploring contracts for coaches and athletic directors, like they think it's important because they get money if they win a title. Um, yeah, like raising a banner, always good. And, like, it... it that like you talk about the this is more about the fans. Well, I don't know. You want fans to be interested. You want fans to show up, and you win Big Ten titles. Like they'll show up. Okay, what's happened uh, in the last week, Illinois wise? Oh, I mean, just practice it was kind of the last time to just really sort of hone in on preparation for the season because you know you get into the the stretch now where games start. It's like it's, there's more game prep instead of. Like, oh, let's, like, actually, like, work on these skills and not really care about, like, which team's up next. So they got a, g- a good week of that after uh, the last exhibition, and then we'll see how it plays out this week uh, against two teams that they should beat. All right. Uh, you got any data uh, that you'd like to share, or are you still a week away? Still a week away. All right. Then I, you won't be able to shut me up. You've got your data face on right now. I'm very excited Quizzed, Quizzical look. The quizzical look is yours because whatever I say, like you'll either pretend to snore through it or you're, you're not going to understand it. Right. I just I want some. I'll get. I'll give you. A, I'll get like real data and then we'll have some gym data too. Okay. Thank you. J I M data. <laughs> Points, rebounds, and assists. Attendance. I like attendance. I like uh, things like that. Okay. I can. Well, okay. I'll tell you how many people showed up. Yeah. To, uh, I'll be interested for today's game and Friday's game. I'd be interested. All right, uh, we're going to let you go because I know you have some football availability uh, today over at uh, Memorial Stadium and uh, some volleyball, too. You said volleyball could make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, they've got to win out, essentially. Like, they're, I think, allowed one more loss because they play at Nebraska this weekend, and that'd be a huge win if they got it. Uh, expectation is happen. number one team in the country is probably going to beat them. So can't lose anything else, though. That would be my take. Win them all, but that one, and they're fine. Should be. That'd be, uh, to me, pretty impressive considering uh, the maybe where they were earlier this year. 
Yeah, they were seven and ten. Okay, overall. they need to get fixed. That parking can that happen? No, no. There's there's nowhere else to okay. park. Real quick, shout out to Illinois Wrestling. I loved that setup. It was kind of like a stage on stage. Approach, yeah, really cool. Was they were? I was surprised they were back in Huff though, because I, mean, I thought that they were real gung ho about yeah. State Farm Center all the time. But I think volleyball has to go to State Farm Center. I just don't know any because unless they build a parking deck next door to Huff, it just doesn't look there's, there's any room. No, because where they could have done that, they built buildings. Right. Instead. So that just move them to State Farm Center, just like the women's program. Yeah. But that's it's not gonna like the it's not gonna look great because I mean the place seats fifteen thousand five hundred and forty four and yeah but they're not they're drawing announced of like two and it's not even that many showing up but that doesn't look good either <laughs> that's true <laughs> you know, an empty huff hall doesn't look any worse than an empty State Farm Center yeah just more cavernous right but I'm State State Farm Center is empty. I'm just I'm bummed out about that. Need well, to, I need I need my volleyball to be I mean, raucous and loyal, and that's that's what that sport's about. Yeah, cause, I mean, like Wisconsin, you know, it's where they they played Saturday, filled the field house. It's crazy up there. Like mm-hmm. Nebraska sells out every match at Devaney. Like even Nebraska on the road. Like they played Rutgers on Sunday, and Rutgers set an attendance record with Nebraska in town. Like. Almost seven thousand people, and like their last, their previous record was like twelve hundred or something. All right. All right. Uh, anyway, back to basketball. Uh, Richie, uh, please put your prediction records in print from now on. I demand it, just so I can hold you accountable. Again, you can monkey with stuff on the line. I you mean, know, you can go in there and change it. Like, well, but you can. I'll never know. Yeah, you will, because you can on our system. You can look at and see when things were. What am I, Connor Stallions? Am I supposed <laughs> to know this stuff? I got a finagle. Yes, I guess you can look and see like when the last print when the I'm last saying. time the the file was updated and who did it and when. <laughs> <laughs> so when I go back and change all my predictions after the game, yeah, I'll know what's up. Yeah, I shouldn't have told you that. I yeah. could have gotten away with it. There you go. All right, follow along with Scotty, and we'll talk to you next Monday.